thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Merry Christmas, people. Yeah, it is. We thought this would be appropriate since we're, we're in Tennessee here. So share it out, okay? Come on, weatherman, give us a forecast, snowy white. I totally would love that, people. Can't you hear the prayers of every childlike heart tonight? They want Santa to bring them something. Rockies are calling, Denver's no falling. Somebody said it's four feet deep. Now it's deep. It doesn't matter. Give me the laughter. I'm gonna choose to keep another tender Tennessee Christmas. The only Christmas for me. That's right, people. Where the love circles around us Like the gifts around our tree Well, I know there's more snow up in Colorado Than my roof will ever see But tender Tennessee Christmas Is the only Christmas for me Right, bare face. Yep. This is Amy Grant, as you guys know. Every now and then, I don't. I get a wandering I don't. urge to see. <laughs> Not California now. Never. Oh, maybe <laughs> California. I left California for here. Maybe Denzel Downs for me. There's a Sure sounds exciting. Nope. <laughs> Awfully inviting. Still, I think I'm gonna keep another tender Tennessee Christmas. The only Christmas for me. What the love circles around us, like the gifts around our tree. say that either. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. I suspect I will be spending the rest of my life here. I really do. Yep. So, Merry Christmas, everybody, from Bible News Radio. Hope you guys are having a good day. Hope you had a good day. I know a lot of people probably went to church 
Uh, I know there was quite a few people at our church today. Although there's quite a few people not at our church today either, too. So I know a lot of people are traveling. Uh, Randall and I, we went to church. It was music the whole hour. Yeah, it was. Bareface sang and a lyrics. song. <laughs> but you sang a song. You sang your song. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You did. You did uh, such a good job. I cried. I was so proud. Yeah, I was. I I posted it on my Facebook page for anybody who wants to see it. Maybe I should make it public that everybody could see it. What do you think? I'm not a good idea. What do you mean, not a good idea? Well, because it's, it's that kind of thing. It should be just shared among friends. Mm-hmm. Well, really? Hmm. I mean, the song is good, the, the performance thereof. The performance was great. Well, thank you. There were so many people that were touched by it. Yeah, I don't think I will be auditioning on American Idol anytime soon. Oh, it is made public, actually. It is public. Okay. For the whole world to hear. Mm-hmm. Check one, two. Is this thing on? I guess it is. Well, I just... Check! See here. Go ahead. Say something. I'm saying something. Well, I mean... That's weird. I'm not hearing anything on my... I'm barely hearing it. That's weird. I'm not hearing it. Okay, now I am. I can hear you. Okay, now I can turn it down so I don't hear anybody. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a whole bunch of people on Periscope. Now there's one. (laughs) So I'm going to guess Periscope is having issues. Or everybody's out doing their last minute Christmas shopping, which is probably the case. Um, I actually only bought a gift for um, my brother and his wife, my aunt, and Bareface. That was it. But I gave cards to everybody else. So, just saying. All right. So, tonight what we're going to do, Bareface has a message he wants to share called something about the most dangerous message ever in the whole entire world or something like that. Is that right? The most dangerous story ever told. The, mo- <laughs> the but, most yeah, okay, I the mean, most if, if dangerous story ever told. If it's the most dangerous story ever told, then that kind of, you know, that implies in the world. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Jennifer Feast is nice singing, by the way. Aw. I love Jennifer. Jennifer is one of my best friends in the whole entire world. You know? In fact, Jennifer, if you're still watching and you're listening, I got to tell you something. I read an article today that talks about how long-distance friendships are really the best friendships that you can have. And so it's kind of funny because Jennifer and I have known each other since about 2001 or two, something like that. So going, we're almost 20 years into this relationship and the last seven of it have been (laughs) since I wasn't in California. Um, So if you're not following Dr. Jennifer Fee on Periscope, then go ahead and follow her because I can tell you right now, out of all the friends that I've had in my life, she's one of the best. <laughs> uh, I, I felt like I feel bad now because I feel like all my other friends are like, what? You're not saying I'm one of the best. <laughs> no, what I mean is, is that, well, first of all, it took us a long time to get to know each other. We've had our ups and downs. 2003, on, she says. On occasion. 2003? Okay. 16, only 17 years next year? God, I'm going to round it up to 20. It feels like 20. Any, <laughs> anyway. No, well, Jennifer is great. I love her. If you want a good, honest, ethical friend, somebody who isn't going to lie to you or use you in any way, somebody who's healthy emotionally, somebody who can own their own own stuff and not blame you for stuff in a relationship, somebody who isn't a narcissist, somebody who, who's honest, then Jennifer's that person, you know. And uh, I can just tell you that that has not always been the case with some people, just so you know. And I know that I'm not alone in that, so it is what it is. But anyway, um, all right, so... Tonight, though, I want to give a shout out to my friend Don Craybaugh uh, from Awesome Goodies because uh, Don, and I don't know why this isn't coming up for me, Hi, but whatever, uh, Don makes 
candy. She makes cookies. She makes chocolate-covered stuff. She makes cakes. She is like a amazing, like, baker, confectioner, cookie person. It's not just cookies, though. I mean, she makes, like, bark. Um, <laughs> like peppermint bark? Peppermint bark. Yeah. Hey, I'm still tired. She makes bark. She makes... <laughs> She makes a whole lot of stuff. Anyway, here's the thing. She uh, lives in California. And recently, somebody... Um, oh, you're on you're on YouTube. Yes, it was taking forever to get me over there on YouTube, Jennifer. That way I couldn't see your comments. Now I can. Uh, anyway, she lives in California. She recently um, got... I'm just going to be blunt. She got screwed over by somebody big time. And ended up doing a whole bunch of work. Actually, it was more than one person. And she ended up doing a whole bunch of work. Made a whole bunch of product that she was supposed to be able to sell at this event. And wasn't able to because she's an honest and ethical person. Um, and so I wanted to help her out by, by telling you all about her stuff. You know, she can she can ship this stuff to you. She's very reasonable. And I can tell you, having tasted her stuff that it's very good stuff. I'm just saying it's very, it's good. It's just, it, it, it's awesome as the name says. So we have a little video of her. Uh, she did about a 15, 16 minute video on her Facebook page and we're not going to play the whole thing, but I do want to let you see a little, a little bit of it. Um, so you can see it and hear just a little bit of her story and see some of the stuff that she has to offer. So we're going to go ahead and play that right now. Um, and so if you need anything post Christmas or, or whatever, uh, then dot, then check it out. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Hi everybody, it's um, Dawn with Awesome Goodies. We're here at my little store. So I went to the indoor swap meet and I paid for a booth. And then when I went to the city to get my permit to have that booth there, they denied me because it was against the law or the fire and city codes to have a booth there so when i went to talk to the um owner he denied me my uh refund um the 200 that i paid for my booth um so i should be there right now and then when um he told me if i had a code from the city to show what what code he violated he wouldn't have any problem um refunding my money so the the city felt really sorry for me and so they pushed everything back and made sure they went the very next day to visit them, but their store was closed because it was Tuesday. So they still did a report and um, they um, emailed it to me two days later. What? You mean? Hold on just a minute. I can't do it. I think this is her mom. Okay, my daughter has we're having technical difficulties. We're new at this, so so where was I? So I got an email with the report from the city saying the codes that he was violating and the citation that he had. And when I went back there, because he didn't agree with their way of thinking, he is gonna still refuse to give me my um, my refund. So um, I have tried to apply at the farmer's market. We're waiting to hear from them. I was supposed to do an event if somebody canceled today, but nobody canceled. But I feel like I need to do something. So I put together in my little house, my little store, which people can't visit me at my store, but you can see what I would have had there. I'm just going to kind of show you a little bit. And then I'll go over some of the things that we sell and some of the things that we do. And I'm not very good at this stupid camera thing, but you know me. <laughs> I'm just going to just learn. So here I am. This is my store. I'm going to turn the camera around so that I can see what I'm showing you guys. And then I'm going to go over my products because we ship, we deliver, we take phone orders. Um, we do so many things uh, for our clients. Um, now... This is just a very small, small fraction of what I do and what we do. My mom's cookies aren't here, which I didn't want to have to have her make them right now. 
but as we get um, orders in, of course, everybody loves a fresh baked cookie. Um, so now I'm going to turn the camera around and I'm going to see, so you can see some of the stuff that I do. So I'm going to have to put my glasses on so I can see how to work this camera. Hold on just a minute. Oh, good. Hold on. Whoops. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a How am I going to turn, turn it By on? By the way, all this stuff okay, is on so, her website, too. Some right of it. here, these little things right here are caramels. It's just a regular caramel. It's a hard caramel, so it's harder than a... Uh, it depends on what, what you want your caramel, what degree we bring it to. So this is kind of like a sugar daddy type of a caramel. It'll pop right out of there, and it's... It's individually wrapped so that you can buy you can buy them in singles or we can put them in packages or boxes or, or whatever. But these are a dollar each. And we have our little marshmallows right here. These are marshmallows dipped in white chocolate and chocolate and they're rolled in um, graham cracker and sea salt. Pure sugar, Those people. Are 50 <laughs> cents each. So there we go. Although they look good, don't they? Um, we have our... Our, this is a white chocolate raspberry truffle right here. These good. boxes are $5 each. And then we have an orange cream, a white chocolate orange cream, which there's lights that are interfering. We have a key lime right there, a key lime um, truffle, and we also have a lemon. So, And in the back right here, these are... Chocolate car caramels. They're a medium soft caramel. I'll tell you. And all these are homemade in my kitchen. And these are also a dollar each. And we have pretzels. They're a dollar each. We have them dipped in chocolate. And they are. some of them have my homemade peppermint on there. Mm. So we have the dark chocolate peppermint bark. The white chocolate peppermint bark. And we also have them dipped in chocolate and white chocolate. Some of them are plain. Some of them are also rolled in sea salt and graham cracker crumbs. And here we have one of our most popular um, truffles. It's a triple chocolate fudge brownie truffle. Mm. They run a dollar each if you buy them individually like this in their little packaging. But we also have the ones that you see in green are triple chocolate fudge brownie mint um, truffle. And we have know, a, huh? this is a whipped chocolate and peanut butter truffle, kind of like a Three Musketeers bar, but with peanut butter in there. Her truffles are and awesome. we also have this one right here. This is the chocolate explosion because it's a triple chocolate brownie mint dipped in white chocolate. Ugh. We have that as well. And these are all of our fruit truffles that we just went over. Mm-hmm. And they're all individually wrapped. Those are all of our individual wrapped truffles are dollar. Okay. So we, now we have. This is the last part, just so you know. In these bags right here. This is a white chocolate peppermint bark. It's made with real Belgian white chocolate with my homemade peppermint. Um, and we also have a dark chocolate series of that right here. Mm -hmm. These are $4 a bag for the small bags, um, because of the high dollar Belgian chocolate that they're made with. And then we have on this, anything you see with a little mark right here in the corner, that means it's spicy. So we have spicy peanut brittle. We have spicy habanero, um, toffee. I use habanero in a lot of my stuff, but I also use the Thai chilies that I grind up. And everybody just loves the peanut brittle. They say that it's addicting. And here is my English toffee. It is an English toffee frosted with chocolate and dusted with cashews. And we also have, we have cashew brittle right here on these bigger bags. These are $6, $6 a bag. And we also have, we have right here, you'll see uh, honey seafoam candy. Okay, that's good. We can stop it there. No, <laughs> I just shut you off. <laughs> anyway, that's that's a big part of what she has to offer. And so go over to awesomegoodies.net. 
It's right. It was there on the on the web on the thingy there. The what do you call that thingy? The banner thingy. Anyway, if you go to awesomegoodies.net, uh, you can um, learn more about it. And if you put in an order, do me a favor and mention Bible News Radio, just so she knows that you are from my audience. Okay. The few of you that are here to watch the show. <laughs> All right. Also, people, I want to let you know that Randall and I just got done watching that movie, Christopher Robin. That was out last year, I guess, at Christmas time. And I have to tell you, that is the cutest movie ever. Christopher Robin, he gets reunited with Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and the rest of the gang. And, uh, they go on this little adventure. It was really, really good. So it's just a movie I recommend. It was completely clean. It was fun. It was well done. It was Disney, even though I'm not a big fan of Disney because of their ways. But in this case, the movie was great. It was really good. So so with that said, Bareface, do you want to take it away? Or do you want to share about your thoughts about the movie? Um, the movie was fun and uh, extolled the... Did you cry like I did? I teared up. I teared up for sure. Did you really? Where'd you tear up at? Um, I'll tell you where I teared up at. Whenever Christopher Robin was sitting with Pooh mm-hmm. on the log. Mm-hmm. In the beginning and in the middle and at the end. And when, when he hugged him at the end, when when first when he said that he forgot about Pooh, you know, yeah, he let him go. And then, and then at the end when he hugged him really tight, you know, when he realized that he was his real friend. <laughs> You gotta watch it, people. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're a couple of marshmallows. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> well, you can turn my microphone level up about I don't know about fifty percent above what it is right now. Okay, it's full blast now. Wow, it's full blast now. Maybe yeah, I don't, I'm telling you, mine, mine's full blast too. All right, so well, I think that we, matches your volume. We might need a new mixer or something. I don't know. It just seems to, yeah, something. I don't know. I think dismantled and cleaned or something. Or this is what, eight years old or something? Um, Older than that because it's... It might be time for a new mixer. Uh, it's before... So. It's before I came on full time. Yeah. It's probably time for a new mixer. We should probably... Probably about, I don't know, probably just about ten years. How much know. are new mixers? Uh, Depends. Something similar in the $200 range. So, somebody wants to donate 200 bucks <laughs> to us so we can get a new mixer. That would be awesome. All right. Anyway, Bareface is going to share about the greatest, the scariest, what is it? Most dangerous story ever told. <laughs> Most... You know, because the gospel is often referred to as the greatest story ever told. Mm-hmm. And we'll be talking about the gospel, but also the most, you know, the, the dangerous aspect of it. Mm. Oh, there's a lot of danger to the gospel. People hate the gospel. Yeah, I thought about opening, I forgot about until now, the song from Ishtar. Telling the truth can be dangerous business. Remember that? Yeah, I do. How can I not? I've been your wife forever. Yeah, it just feels like forever. It's less than 30 years. It just feels like forever. Not much less than 30 years. Uh, I've known you 30. 30 years, man, you feel... You look way older than when I first met you. I am way older than when you first met me. Yep. Mm. Me? I'm better. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I am. (laughs) Good answer, Bareface. Okay, Um, so anyway. um, Yeah, so take it away, people. Or Bareface. People. Or, or, yeah. Me, myself, and I. And all of my personalities. No. Um, I don't have much personality, let alone. (laughs) I, I can barely manage one let alone multiple um anyway so yeah this is me uh and i'm gonna see if i can monitor some of the comments somewhere i can't see them on periscope where most people are watching well it actually only shows that four people are tuned no three people now are tuned in on periscope i think periscope is lying to me though because usually when i show low numbers afterwards it shows like all these people were there watching so um I don't know that Kim real talk. Kim has a whole bunch of people in there right now. So, 
Um, they're probably all over in her broadcast, though. That could be. <laughs> yeah, there's a prayer scope with two people in it. So, you know, the biblical and the... Scriptures. The, scriptures and prayer. Yeah, are... Nobody's in these shows. They're like, they're like people repellent. But the the ones who are outspoken and about recovery and you know and not real biblical, they got tons of people in them. So nothing new under the sun. Yeah, I know. Okay. Right. So I wanted to look at the comments because I'm wondering how many of you out there are familiar with the Desiderata, Desiderata by Max Ehrman. And then, let's see, looking on Twitch, oh, oh, Twitch, we've got uh, the One Silver Fox is out there. Hey. And um, also, uh, Deal, Delay, Lady Yaman, I don't know how to pronounce that. Forgive my butchering of your handle there, but hello. So, anyway, Desiderata by Max Ehrman. You can look it up. Uh, how about the uh, um, the Yoga Sutras of Padmanji, or even Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda? I always think Yogi Bear and Boo Boo when you say that. Whenever <laughs> yeah. you say Yogi, I always think that. Anyway, I said Yoga. I know, but, so. but then. But I hear Yogi Bear and Boo Boo. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, I want a picnic basket. I want yeah, a I, for you, but Yogi, a, a Yogi a, Bear. I want a picnic basket. A beginning basket. <laughs> Fortunately, most of the people in this audience are older than we are, so they get that. But um, you young people, you're like, who, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> gee, Yogi. Um, <laughs> can't do a boo-boo uh, bear anyway. No, I can't either. Anyway, you know, those are spiritual books that, as far as I know, have, you know, where people said it's changed their lives. Uh, I don't think those writings are illegal in any countries yet uh, but that's not the case uh, with the holy bible and so what is this dangerous stories we're like in a christmas time the story of uh, you know uh the word of god now in flesh appearing uh the the word of god becoming flesh dwelling among us entering into humanity uh, through birth and living a life uh, in favor with God and men, and then and then giving his life on a cross uh, with a message of hope, redeeming mankind into right relationship with God. I mean, this is this is dangerous stuff. Why is you know what is this going on? Is that something we've made of it, or something that it is? Well. I'm going to start with some scripture. I am. And um, I'm going to take the reference because I'm going to look at several different scriptures. Starting with, well, before I do that, I almost, you know, I say that something is my custom. And here I was about to rush straight on ahead without doing so. I believe that the Holy Bible is the inspired word of God. It's the only book that comes with its author and should be approached with reverence and prayerfully. So, join me now uh, as I pray, will you? Father God, you are an awesome God. You are worthy of every glory, honor, blessing, power, and praise. And we're thankful for this, thy life-giving word, thy word of truth, thy inspired word preserved throughout the ages, for our equipping, for our instruction, for revelation, that we might be prepared uh, for every good work by knowing you and ready to make you known. Use this time as you will for our good, your glory. We ask in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. 
So speaking of Yeshua, uh, when he sent disciples out with the gospel, with the good news, in Matthew 10, verse 16, we read that he told them, Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves, so be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say, for what you are to say will be giving, given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will deliver over brother to death, and father his child, and children will rise against parents, and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next, for truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel uh, before the Son of Man comes. So as Yeshua, Jesus, sending out his disciples, there's this um, somewhat of a warning, but it's really more of a promise that you're going to run into opposition. Uh, you're going to be hated. You're going to be, uh, you know, you're going to be, uh, what do you say? You're going to deliver over to courts and flog you in their synagogues. Um, and in fact, as we look at church history, that's indeed what happened. They did meet that opposition that Yeshua said they would run into as, um, as a result of bringing the gospel. In fact, as we look after the earthly ministry of Yeshua, after his, uh, after his death and resurrection and ascension in the early church, Acts chapter 9, we read about Shaul, Saul also known as the Apostle Paul, as he would later become. In Acts chapter 9, verse 1, we read, But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any belonging to the way, and that would be the way of the Lord, of the Messiah, Yeshua, uh any belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And then we, if you read on in Acts chapter 9, you can read about his conversion. But, so the early church made up of Jewish believers, uh, Jewish believers and a Jewish Messiah, um, the promised Jewish Messiah of the Jewish scriptures, read the Hebrew scriptures, uh, that talk about the, the new covenant, made with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Um, and then uh, Gentiles, by, by extension, uh, through also believing in the Jewish Messiah. Anyway, that, that early church, those early believers, uh, were being flogged in synagogues and handed over to courts. And, and here we find this uh, man, Shaul, Saul, going out getting you know asking for letters from the high priest that these these folks were seen as uh um what's the word i'm looking for you know heretics and and not just like oh it's it's you know you're wrong and need to be reinstructed or you know your theology is bad it's like he's breathing threats and murder uh followers of the way were to be thrown into prison and, you know, well, why? What is this, this, this dangerous story? What is this gospel that, um, you know, is it uh, because um, uh, gun-toting homophobes or, you know, well, wasn't that in the first century? You know, what is this dangerous uh, message of Messiah? Well, as Yeshua, John was, uh, Yeshua was telling, uh, Nick Damone was telling Nicodemus uh, in, recorded in John chapter 3, said, he told Nicodemus that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. 
For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that light has come into the world, and people loved the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But, but whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it might be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. So this is a dangerous message that, you know, when Yeshua sent those uh, initial disciples out and said, hey, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves, and they're going to turn you over to governors and flog you in their synagogues, and and father is going to turn against child, and child against, you know, parents, and brother against brother, and and there is going to follow this strong division and violent division against you for carrying this message. That is that God so loved the world and gave his only son that whoever believes in him should, have, should not perish but have everlasting life. You know, on the surface, you'd think, well, that's what's, what's so bad about that? <clears throat> but, as Yeshua said, uh, those who don't believe are condemned already. What do you mean condemned already? Because they've not believed in the na only name, of the name of the only Son of God. You know, some people have this misconception that a tenet of Christianity is that one will go to hell or face everlasting judgment condemnation because they don't believe in Yeshua, don't believe in the Messiah. But Yeshua said, those who don't believe are condemned already. That is, that we are by nature sinful people, separated from uh, eternal life, from the inheritance, the, the favor of God, uh, because we are wicked people by nature we are sinful people by nature and what god promises through messiah is is redemption uh salvation a rescuing uh from our condition simply through believing and believing in him and receiving him um as that, as that mediator, as that gift to us, as the one bringing, uh, who's, who's authorized, if you will, uh, authorized and equipped to bring us eternal life, uh, simply um, turning to him. Uh, but, as he said, uh, that those who do evil don't come to the light, lest their deeds be exposed. They love the darkness rather than light. That is, they um, would rather continue in their sinful state, as unrewarding as it ultimately is, um, because uh, they have a problem with uh, admitting their need uh, for a Savior. That same Shaul, Saul, that became the Apostle Paul, he wrote to early Jewish believers in Galatia and in his epistle, his letter to the believers in uh, Galatia, Galatians, he wrote chapter 5 verse 16, But I say, walk in the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. For the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, 
Greek word there, pharmakia, um, by the way. Enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you as I warned you before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And that's speaking of um, the Mosaic Law. There's no law against those. The Mosaic Law, you'll read about what you can eat and not eat, what you can touch and not touch, uh, etc. And you'll find no, no laws against love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And hopefully, in wherever you live on earth, there aren't laws against these things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus, verse 24, belong to Christ Jesus, have crucified the flesh with its passions and its desires. So there is the difference, the stark difference between light and darkness. The, the works of our flesh, that is our, our natural, our normal nature, <laughs> our natural being, are among those long list of things. But with those who have put their faith in Christ Jesus, as he said, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified, crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. See, if your life is transformed by going to a certain college, hooray for you. If your life is transformed by going to um, a rehab, good for you. You know, if your life is transformed by taking a certain job, good for you. I mean, if you've done something to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and, and make your life good, whatever, even if it's meditation, yoga, whatever you've done to transform your life, that's to be applauded. But if your life has been tr transformed by the spirit of the living God, see, that's a problem. Because that doesn't that doesn't applaud humanity and the greatness that we are, you know it it undermines humanity. It says that humanity, um, by nature, is is fallen and condemned, and by nature does all of those things that uh, Paul mentioned in that list. To say you've been transformed by the Spirit of God flies in the face of. Uh, uh, you know, humanism, uh, that we are the end-all, be-all. And Peter recognizes this, also writing to Jewish believers in First uh, Peter chapter 4. Beginning at verse 1, he wrote, Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with this same way of thinking, for whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. For the time that is past suffices for doing what the Gentiles want to do, living in sensuality, passions, drunkenness, orgies, drinking parties, and lawless idolatry. With respect to this, they are surprised, they are surprised, when you do not join them in the same flood of debauchery, and they malign you. But they will have to give account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead. See, it's not just good you found something that works for you. How dare your life be transformed? How dare you put faith not in yourself and humanity and in institutions of man, but if you put your faith in the living God and his spirit transforms your life? First, they're surprised that you don't join them in the same flood of debauchery. Well, how come you don't do this anymore? How come you, well, why aren't you doing it? Well, what's wrong with you, oh goody two-shoes? What? You know, they, they malign you uh, because... 
you know, they hate the light lest, you know, their deeds be exposed for what they are. And so, so just as we saw even there in the earliest of church, earliest believers, um, even before uh, the radical transformation of the Spirit of God, before the Spirit of God was poured out on the early church, going back when uh, Yeshua sent his disciples out, hey, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna run in trouble. They're gonna turn you over to the courts. They're gonna flog you in the synagogues. Your own family members are gonna rise against each other. It's not gonna be good out there. And then after the Spirit of God given, we see there with uh, Saul going out and breathing threats and murder, looking to imprison uh, believers. And then Paul or Peter rather. Writing here, hey, they're surprised when you don't run with them in the, in the same flood of debauchery, and they malign you. It's like, how dare you not? Um, how dare you not continue in the flesh? Uh, it's it's uh, anathema to them that you know how you know how dare you have your life transformed by the Spirit of God? But uh, we're so much more enlightened now, right? We, we can coexist, you know, we're not like the barbaric first century breathing out threats and murder. And, you know, you might get a little flack for being goody-two-shoes or, you know, maybe, oh, you got religion, you got Jesus, you're a Jesus freak, whatever, you know, just, you know, maybe a little name-calling by a few extreme people. Um, the world over where Christianity has touched civilization uh things have radically changed and now we can coexist and and everything's much more sedate uh uh people are much more tolerant of people's lives who've been transformed uh by the holy spirit through relationship with christ right no uh this article earlier from this year christians are the most persecuted group um, and so the persecution of Christians in parts of the world is at a near genocide level, according to a report offered by Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt. The review, led by Bishop of Truro, the Right Reverend Philip Mountstephan, probably butchering names, I can relate to you, Stace, um, estimated that one of in three people suffer from religious persecution. Christians were the most persecuted religious group it found. Mr. Hunt said he felt that political correctness had played a part in the issue not being confronted. Well, you know, if, if, you're, if you're transgender or whatever, then, you know, we need to bring it to the forefront. You know, if, if you're homeless or whatever, you know, something like that. You know, the pet... Um, sensitivity of the day and i'm not saying people don't you know um all people don't deserve our sympathy and empathy uh that are persecuted but you know uh if you're a christian it's like well we don't want to you know because those are the you know you know they deserve to be persecuted uh the interim report so the main impact of genocidal acts against Christians is Exodus, uh, and that Christianity faced being wiped out in parts of the Middle East. It warned the religion is at di risk of disappearing in some parts of the world, pointing to figures which claim Christians in Palestine represented less than 1.5% of the population, while in Iraq they had fallen from 1.5 million before 2003 to less than 120,000 now what because they're they're coming to their senses and 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 um you know discarding christianity is that the case no it's because of intensified persecution uh in some regions the level and nature of persecution is arguably coming closer to meeting the international definition of genocide according to that adopted by the UN uh, the Foreign Secretary commissioned the review on Boxing Day 2018 amid an outcry over the treatment of Asia Bibi, a Christian woman who faced death threats after being acquitted of blasphemy in Pakistan. Uh, 
Its findings come after more than 200 people, 250 people were killed and more than 500 wounded in attacks at hotels and churches in Sri Lanka on Easter Sunday. And uh, goes on uh, to talk about uh, other places in the world where instead of you know being the enlightened coexist now, uh, Christians have become you know the well the most persecuted people in the world. Uh, this article, um, this article, I'm, stand by, yeah, this article from, uh, Christianity.com, uh, world persecution continues, now that freedom has come to the form of former Soviet Union, Ogorodinakov, guy that talks about earlier, and thousands of other Christian prisoners have been released and are free to share their faith openly with others. That is not the case in many other countries, such as Sudan. In six years, more than 1.3 million Christians and other non-Muslim people have been killed in this African nation. More than Bosnia, Chechnya, and Haiti combined. 1.3 million. I would say let that sink in, but I don't even know how to, I can't really wrap my head around that number. Sudan is characterized by the total or near complete absence of civil liberties, said Christian activist Nina Shea during U.S. Congressional Human Rights Caucus hearings. Individual Christians, including clergy, have over the past few years been assassinated, imprisoned, tortured, and flogged for their faith. What, because they're gun-toting patriotic homophobes? <laughs> No, because their lives have been transformed, because they now exhibit love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and attribute that to the true and living God, and and the Messiah, attribute to Christ having a relationship with Shua, Messiah, and his spirit transforming their lives. Uh, that That's not tolerated in a Muslim-dominated country. Uh, or a communist-dominated country. Uh, communism has been responsible for more deaths of anyone than any any previous, any kind of system or ideology in human history, just so you know. That world pattern is being repeated in country after country on the world, often in areas where Islam is strong. Christians in North America easily forget the daily danger in which their sisters and brothers overseas live. We don't realize that our peaceful existence here isn't the standard experience of Christians around the world. Um, goes on to talk about age martyrs and looking at the 20th century, which ended recently, as you know. Um... He says, during this century, we have documented cases in excess of 26 million martyrs. From AD 33, that is from the time of Yeshua's earthly ministry, to 1900, we have documented 14 million martyrs. So in those nearly 2,000 years, 14 million martyrs, and then in, in the following 100 years, 26 million. Um... Anyway, he talks about uh, probably the worst organized killings of Christians in the century took part in Turkey, um, Uganda Holocaust in the 70s, um, uh, China's uh, struggling Christians, and uh, in, in Latin America, and was it this article or the other one that... Uh, anyway, there's a quote from um, a Jewish person who's saying, wow, you know, they have great sympathy uh, for Christians who are being persecuted, murdered, tortured, imprisoned uh, because of their faith. Um, because this, you know, it's certainly part of Jewish history, all of Jewish history, really. Uh, earlier this year, uh, we looked at a map put out by Open Doors, uh, the World Watch List, uh, the 50 countries where it's most dangerous to follow Jesus, 
and uh, you can see the different colors where the darker color that darker orange is, a, is an extreme danger you know like lose your head kind of danger uh, the lighter orange very high and the yellow color high uh, let's see I can make this image bigger and maybe bring the list up here and kind of get it all on the screen somewhat but number one is is North Korea and uh, we've you know hopefully well that's not hopefully that uh, you've probably yeah, we yeah we you probably read testimonies coming out of uh, yes and him uh, North Korea and then Afghanistan, Somalia, Libya. Anyway, uh, fifty countries in the world where it's it's dangerous, most dangerous to follow Jesus. So we're talking about the most dangerous story uh, ever told, and that is the gospel, the good news that uh, one can be. Whose one can have their life transformed. They can uh, turn from darkness to light, uh, turn from sin to a savior, and uh, have peace and purpose in life and the hope of eternal life. Um, a good source uh, for gospel and solid Bible teaching, by the way, is our sponsor, Ariel Ministries. You can find them online at ariel.org, A R I E L dot org. And anytime throughout there, you can save 20% off of anything in the store when you use the Bible, when you use the coupon code Bible News, I can speak. Uh, right now, I think at the end of the year, they're having a 30% off sale uh, when you purchase $30 or more. Uh, but if you purchase less than $30, be sure to use the coupon code Bible News. That will save you 20%. And even if you use the uh, 30% uh, coupon, I invite you to, uh, you, um, you do the 30% off sale, then uh, please do us a favor and mention Bible News Radio so that you know they, you learned about their wonderful offerings uh, from us. And uh, much appreciated. So, RL.org. Stace, do you have other things to mention? Of course I do. Of course she does. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Good. Okay, anyway. Yeah, so Ariel Ministries, they have supported us faithfully for the last three years. Uh, so please thank them by supporting them and uh, all that. Also, this is the 22nd day of December. Doesn't it feel like it? How many of you are tired like me? Do I look tired? Because I sure as heck feel tired, people. Yeah, I do. Anyway, um... Also, if you are not yet protected with identity theft protection or your personal legal plan, you're not an empowered member yet with Legal Shield, then you know, I want to invite you to get in touch with me this week so we can get you signed up, get you protected. Um, this week it's important because if you are to be audited next year with taxes from this year, you're not going to be covered. With our service, you get up to, I think it's 50 hours of IRS audit protection and assistance in the event that happens and I had a friend that it did happen to this year when she went in was audited she owed all this money after the lawyers took care of it the IRS owed her six thousand dollars so you know it there's nothing like having the power in the palm of your hand as I always tell everybody with my gavel which happens to be downstairs um and being an empowered member of Legal Shield. Also, I want to let you know that I am also looking for uh, some referrals to people. If you happen to know any business owners of companies with 20 or less employees or um, any HR directors, uh, let me know because I want to talk to them about, about Legal Shield and how we can help out their business and uh, save you know, help save money and help protect families. That's what we're about. Um, so I wanted to let you know that. And of course, don't forget Don Craybaugh's Awesome Goodies stuff. Go to awesomegoodies.net um, and or you can go there on Facebook as well. And I think you can see the video that we shared earlier uh, in its entirety there. So check that out. Try to bless somebody else this Christmas. There's a lot of people in need. Um, if you haven't given to somebody in need, I would encourage you to do so. 
by the way, <laughs> I forgot. You can also donate to us too if you'd like. Uh, you can do that on our website at biblenewsradio.com forward slash give. And of course, we will be back here next Friday evening at 8 p.m. Um, with our final shows of this year, 2019. I hope that you can make it because um, I think it's going to be pretty cool. So there you go, people. That's it. Back to Bareface. Well, that's um, pretty much what I had is that, you know, the gospel, you know, often referred to the greatest story ever told, but I wanted to bring um, attention to, it's not just a story, uh, because there are other stories that are out there, even religious texts, that don't cause such an uproar, don't cause such a division, and the reason, uh, you know, it's... There's all this, I guess, backlash uh, from from Christianity, from the gospel, the good news, is for the uh, reasons just stated, because lives are transformed uh, by the greatest story ever told, uh, which is more than a story, which is uh, the, the work of God, the plan of God, thousands of years in the making. Uh, as Paul wrote, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, uh, to redeem us uh, from, from the works of the flesh and the inability uh, to uh, live under the law. As he wrote, uh, you know, by the deeds of the law, no flesh is justified in his sight. It's by his grace and for God did, does <laughs> so love the world uh, that he gave his only begotten son that whoever, whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Uh, this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. Uh, those who have the son have life. Those who do not have the son do not have life. And uh, these things are written for us who believe in the name of the Son of God that we may know that we have eternal life uh, because of God's great plan, great graces, his abundant mercies, and the gift of eternal life that he's extended to us uh, way back uh, in Bethlehem through the birth of the baby who would become king and um that gift is 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 extended to you if you don't know him as 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 your lord that is your the one you turn to for direction nor do you know him as your savior the one who has saved you uh from the works of the flesh and the condemnation uh that that brings that you would come to know him and find uh, deliverance, find a change of life through his spirit, and uh, have the hope of eternal life. Amen and amen. And amen. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so... How many of you are still here? One of you? Okay, good. I'm glad that you are still here. Thank you for tuning in for the show. Glad you're here with us. I um, thought that we would end the show by saying good night, people. <laughs> Stay safe during the holiday. Uh, if you still need to get your will done, contact me before the end of the year. It will benefit you and us uh, for sure. And remember... As we always say, be bold, people. Stand up and go with God, even though it is the most dangerous story ever told. It is the one that must be told, and you must be that one. So we'll see you Friday.